0: Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Austin.
0: Hey, have you guys seen Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery?
1: Of course.
2: Of course not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah. We're in basics.
1: We're in basics. We're back to podcast. uh, podcast. Yeah, this is back another to our bread classic. Party. Oh, yeah. Classic in big quotes oh. from the 90s.
0: Yeah, this is a 90s cult classic for sure.
1: So... Uh, You know what we do, but to describe it for the people who have never joined us before, the people, in this case Josh, who have never seen the movie, are going to give us a quick (laughs) elevator pitch, brief description, based solely on the name. So, Austin Powers, colon, International Man of Mystery. I
2: mean, I feel bad for the viewers who haven't watched this, because this is, it's it's fucking Austin Powers. It's not, like, I haven't heard of it (laughs) or anything. It's not, I don't know that it's like, a comedy spy movie that's like a really bad James Bond parody. But um, do you but know what,
0: anything about the movies that it's parodying?
1: Have uh, you seen James I,
0: Bond movies?
2: I have seen Skyfall and Casino Royale, so no. Okay, okay, so you've seen
0: recent James I've Bond movies. I've seen newer ones, yeah. You've seen James Bond movies post-Austin Powers.
2: I own a couple of the books <laughs> that I haven't read. Um, That's about...
1: Are they the original so, Ian Fleming, or are they like the novelization of the films?
2: No, they're Ian Fleming.
1: Okay, cool. I've never read any of the Bond books that he did. I don't. I don't know if they're what they're called the series. If they're the James Bond books or what. I've I think seen... they're the
2: same names. Or at least some of them.
1: No idea. I know. Yeah, I know. Casino Royale's been made into two movies at this point, based off the James Bond series. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of. Like, spin-offs that aren't, like, official James Bond, but they're based off the novels. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is... This is a... Uh, I think they're going for satire, a parody of, like, spy movies. But Yeah, I would say so. What mm-hmm. do you think the story's going to be?
2: Uh, does it matter? Like, bad guy... Generic evil bad guy does, like, a super evil thing, like... Wants to blow up the world or steals all the diamonds. Oh, or, so way you know, over the top. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be some ridiculous thing. Or like the bad guys just as ridiculous as, as the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, this is early night or late nineties, so the jokes are probably going to be really dated. Oh, uh, really
1: crude.
2: super immature. Yeah, uh, I'm expecting <laughs> that. Uh, better than Kingsman? I don't know. Uh, well,
1: oh, ooh, yeah. Kings,
2: it's a good comparison, I think. It's I like think so, too.
1: Good point. comedy
2: spy movie, right? So, Kingsman is definitely like more so serious, serious yeah. than, than awesome it has It's a little more serious, I would imagine, but it's still like it's still kind it's still of a comic fun moves.
0: of those tropes a little
2: bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a play on the spine.
1: Talking a little off air before this, Josh, I was mentioning it's been about 20 years since I've seen this.
2: Yeah, this is 97, right? Like 10
1: years for me. But this was a huge one in... Oh, this was like a cultural phenomenon.
0: Yeah, I
2: I remember hearing a lot about it. I I dressed as Austin
0: Powers for fucking Halloween whenever I was a teenager.
2: I mean, it's an easy (laughs) outfit.
1: I share a name with this film. Um, Yeah. So, of course, for years, I'm talking like middle school through high school, it was, (laughs) oh, Austin Powers, like everywhere. Because if they got your name, that was the first Austin thing ever, except the city in Texas. But most of the time when you told people your name was Austin before that, they do that thing where they're like, Austin, Austin from Boston, you know, just trying to make a rhyme to remember your names, I guess. Kids did that a lot. Uh. Yeah. It doesn't work all the time. What did you get any of those, Justin from Bustin? No, <laughs> uh, nope, not no. really. Uh, yeah, so not a lot of things. I don't have a lot of things in common with my name at that point, so this got referenced a lot. Uh, I saw it when it came out, not in theaters, but I definitely had this on VHS, and because. Uh my family was their humor was so immature this was a big staple at home.
0: Oh man, I loved this whenever I was
1: immature. <laughs> You're uh, we'll call them the Billy Madison years. Or... <laughs> I'm just I'm still immature.
2: <laughs> right, um, right.
0: <laughs> but but yes, along the lines of like those Adam Sandler movies and these Austin Power movies were like my favorite kind of movies whenever I was, like, a teenager.
1: Have we done any along those lines? Sort of... So we You know, people to come out of SNL, I'd have to say uh, Three Amigos had uh, mm-hmm. Steve Martin and Chevy Chase, big Saturday yeah. Night Live alumni. Uh, the yeah. Jerk along those lines. Uh, nothing But Trouble. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all, <laughs> all kind of from that same period. Nobody from this... Oh, no. You know what? We did Wayne's World. We've done Michael Myers, a Saturday Night Live comedy. We have. I'm sorry. This isn't a Saturday Night Live comedy. This was a character created entirely on his own. Right.
0: Wayne's World specifically did come from Saturday Night Live.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like
0: It was on that show, and then they're like, we're making a movie out of that bit. This is
1: his own thing. This is because he got so popular with Wayne's World, he did this. Right. But you know what? that good. i feel could like it. as bad as this is as bad as it like or as much as it doesn't hold up i feel like i have a safety net under me a big pillowy cushion that won't make it hit hit too hard because i know the uh the love guru is still out there and <laughs> i haven't seen that and that hits so much harder i'm sure yeah and, Love uh, Guru is really bad. Along with... Didn't Michael Myers... Didn't he do some... Oh, Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, he's, the, big he's one. Shrek. Have you seen Shrek, Josh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All three of them? No, I've seen
2: one. I think I've seen two. What about the Puss in Boots three. spinoff? I have not seen Puss in Boots, no.
1: Okay, I God. think I've seen one, possibly two. I've definitely seen three. And that's it. And I hate them. I... Oh, I hate those movies. Shrek would be an interesting
2: one to go back to if we hadn't seen it. Because I'm curious if that age as well. If it's just I, all memes. I hated it no. the
1: first time I saw it in theaters. I yeah, was like, I've never really liked Shrek that much. Because it was the first kids movie that was like <laughs> specifically made of memes. And it was disgusting. Like Everything was referential. And it's like, kids don't know what this shit is. And it wasn't funny. Um,
0: yeah, it's very referential comedy, that's for sure.
1: Uh we have not done anything with Chris Farley, have we? No. That is a untapped well. Yeah. We we can do more we can do more of that stuff. You know, but I'm like some of those don't hold up though. I know they don't just watch Black Sheep a little while ago. Yeah. Oof. What about Beverly Hills Ninja? Probably better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um we can make a new podcast called Does This Hold Up? No.
1: That's kind of this <laughs> That's podcast. That's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah. Have you seen uh, quotation or uh, brackets, Does This Hold Up? <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, no. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> That's really disappointing. Like, I wish our viewers could see our guests' face sometimes when they bring us a movie and they're like, Oh my God, it's one from my childhood. And then we all watch it and they're like, I have a lot of notes.
0: <laughs> hmm it's, it's, it's Yeah, like whenever we watch Step Brothers, and we like some of us hated it.
1: I mean, I mean the one, one ones, of us the people it. who love Step Brothers continue to love Step Brothers. They will nothing, always. Love nothing Step changed there.
2: Huh. <laughs> Certainly, I love it or leave it. Oh yeah, movie, I guess.
1: <laughs> so. uh yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to watch 1997's Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God, the quotes from this.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I imagine this is a very quotable movie. Very quotable More so movie. or oh, less so than Predator? Uh, I would say about the same.
1: Get to the choppa, baby, yeah. Like,
2: Austin yeah. Powers, I also, for, not for, like, the character... Thing, but just for the amount of lines. Oh yeah, people said being I mean, like recognizable lines too. Predator surprise, like I was like, wow, that lines from this yeah, this movie though. Like I know all the lines.
1: They're like pretty I will, I would not
2: confuse them with oh, another yeah. movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything where somebody held a pinky <laughs> up to their mouth and was like referencing Doctor Evil, that shit was in commercials <laughs> in the day. Oh, like yeah, it was on every single it was, uh, sitcom. This was this was huge. This was, this was the shit. From like, uh, to use the vernacular of nineteen ninety seven. No, no. Did that, people not was make parody bomb. movies back? And like, so this not was in like- the way you think. Not in the way we do today, where if we make a parody movie, it's kind of parodying a genre. This, this was specifically had a narrative, and it was parodying a whole like style almost. I don't know. I don't if it, it feels more cohesive than like scary movie or a disaster movie. Remember that whole trend of parody movies? I guess so, yeah. What were you going to say, Justin? Hmm? Huh? Oh, I thought I, I thought I cut you off, sorry. No. Um yeah, that's a tough question. There were parody movies, there were satire movies for sure before this, but you know, mid-90s doesn't feel like there were a lot of parody movies. No, I
0: think maybe this was kind of like a, It definitely didn't invent the wheel, but it was like it caught it at the right time that people wanted it again.
1: Yeah, so let's let's do a quick search here, see if there are any like big notable parody movies from the 1990s. Blank Man, that's a, that's a really good one. Uh, there are hundreds, but none what's of them Blank are... Man? You don't remember I've never... Blank Man? No, that's Damon Wayans' superhero movie. What superhero
0: movies is he parried? Parodying the future? <laughs> what, what superhero movies were in the nineties?
1: Or what are you talking about? He's, the classics from like the the earlier times, like the old Superman, the old um, uh, Batman. Like okay. I'm not talking about big budget Marvel movies. I'm talking. There've always been superhero movies, but yeah. um, okay, here's a good one that you'll recognize: Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, that's that, a good That's parody. a 90s parody movie. Have you seen that, Josh?
2: Uh, I've seen scenes from okay. it. I don't think. I've sat down and like watched it, though. Uh,
1: all the Naked Gun movies are parodying cop dramas. Those are really good. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I didn't realize those were in the 90s, but I guess they were. Hot Shots Part 1 and Part 2. Really good. Mars Attacks, I guess, is counted as a parody movie. Ugh. I guess. It is. It's it, a... Because of the way it's uh, edited together, Like every time they cut to a new location, it's like Iowa, the middle of nowhere, 5.55 p.m. September, 98 degrees outside. So it, it, it's kind of meta in that way, where it's like parodying certain uh, uh, paranormal documentaries. Right. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, Unsolved Mysteries back on Netflix. We
0: can get to the the uh I don't know if you'd call it the mother load, but like I'd call it where parody movies started like getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Not to say that like any of them have been super great anyway, but like Scary Movie.
1: A scary movie definitely ushered in a trend and it was more of the sketch comedy based on like all of their earlier work from In Living Color. Yeah, and so it Can was... we
2: not watch scary movie, please?
1: Have you seen it? No, fuck. Oh, no. wow, this is the first
2: movie. That's the
0: first movie you've like actively said, "Hey, don't put this on the list, please." There have
1: been others, we, but I'm not going back through the archives. <laughs> but I, I think that is a pivotal movie, at least for me, and horror comedy in general. Are you a fan of of that movie? Yes. Scary
0: movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. I didn't
2: like Leslie Vernon, and that seems like a more tasteful take on what? Ah, that's the scary- problem, isn't he it? Like, does? Why, why
1: on earth would I want a tasteful comedy horror? I, I guess, like, but like it's been a long. I hated time since Leslie I've seen Vernon, it.
2: and then like I assume Scare is like a shittier, like you know i would say i had way more fun
1: with scary movie i did like uh leslie vernon and i i even put it in the our description when i released the episode i'm like i didn't want to but i like this movie uh coming out of scary movie it was shocking because it was definitely a different type of horror comedy but i think like Justin said it to I it changed the industry. It made way for more movies like Shaun of the Dead and uh Attack the Block and the kind of other stuff we've had on the podcast.
0: Oh, see, I was thinking more of like how they kept going and they made shit like Spartan movie
1: and like well, Movie
0: 300 and like Those
1: are all that shit. I don't think that's that's definitely not the Wayans brothers. That's just people capitalizing on the name. That's true. So I, yeah, yeah.
0: I but I think that I think it, they're the ones that ushered that in, though,
2: mm, because
0: they did. The, I would say that no, like of I, those okay. movies, counterpoint the, those, judge those movies are. <laughs> those movies are probably the best of those. Like by and far, I would have to say. I, I haven't watched any of those in a long time. but Just going off my memory, like the first scary movie has to be way, way better oh, yeah. than any other I agree other it set it tonight. up
1: because the rest are just, like I said, they're following the formula that it, it set. But those later ones can't even be called h- horror comedy. Unless they're specifically no. like the paranormal we're, activity we We're talking one. about
0: parodies, not horror comedy.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting in a deep dark hole of it. I think that's not even what we're watching. We're watching Austin Powers. So we're <laughs> going to get to it. And come back after this. seen Austin Powers from 1997.
0: Yeah, International Man of Mystery. You gotta put the, the subtitle in there.
1: You do. It's very important. <laughs> Super important.
0: Otherwise, how do they know which of the three Austin Powers movies that you're talking about?
1: <laughs> oh, and they're all on your list, huh? Uh-huh. Ah. We, uh, Get ready for the next two. Yeah, so ready. Josh, what did you think? Haven't seen this for the first time.
2: Uh... <laughs> It was so it was nothing yet I wasn't bored ever. like I kept watching.
1: That's understandable. Uh,
2: I I guess Dr. Evil had a couple of funny things like I smirked once or twice.
1: Oh yeah, I gotta yeah. say right up front, my favorite scenes were the ones with Dr. Evil and Scott. Yeah. Yeah, it's was, was
2: a great character. This movie, uh,
0: I'll just say one thing. This movie's pretty short for a movie where, like, over half the jokes are about how long they can drag the joke out.
1: Oh, my God, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was saying while watching this. Well, that's because, this... like, there's
2: no plot, right? Just, they just skip, they just change scenes,
1: like, every I five skip 30 years on a whim.
2: Yeah, they did skip 30 years on a whim.
0: And, like, seriously, I should have, I, I didn't, like think to st- start counting until it was way too late, but like there were so many jokes where it's just like, alright, the joke is that we're just gonna not cut away where you normally cut away.
2: Yeah. He's gonna piss mm-hmm. for on time, or he's gonna drive a slow vehicle at a bad guy for like
1: The only one 40 I thought seconds. worked at all was the one where they were maniacally laughing after hanging up with the U.S. <laughs> yes, that one was okay. Because that's kind of funny, because you you always cut a waiter in that part, and it's like, oh, what do they do after? It could have been handled better. They all could have like had tea or something. And one of these business goons in the back, I noticed, looked right at the camera. This extra, <laughs> yeah. as soon wow. as they started laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It, um, the jokes are really crude and immature. Yep. And I was saying while watching this, you could cut this down into like a 45 minute short and it'd be fine. It,
2: <laughs> I think there was more sex jokes this movie than that porn star movie that we watched. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. This somehow. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. This is the horniest movie that we've seen on the podcast for sure.
1: hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And, and it's
0: like that weird. It's like it's it, it's it's like man boy non boy. it's it's like yeah it's non-threatening horniness
2: which,
1: which is somehow it more insidious
0: it, it doesn't play what do, you, what do you mean
2: non-threatening
0: like he's not like like you know he's like so, uh, making all those jokes and and stuff but he I, doesn't like here, uh, take advantage of people Right, right,
1: right. Kat and I were yeah, there was this one together, scene and we were talking was, about like, how drunk. he's like constantly trying to get with her, and she pointed out like it's more insidious that like oh, it has this scene where he doesn't get with her because she's drunk, yeah, because she's drunk, but then yeah. he's immediately rewarded with a lot of vagina. Yeah, yeah, for, like, no, It's great. It's, it's gross, it's crazy, it doesn't hold up. Yo, it does. Not. I don't think it's... it held up at any time. Like that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> it was it's just badly made. If you want to make a spy. Parody, you can do it so much better. Like this yeah. one, Kingsman.
0: Uh, no, <laughs>
1: there's a lot yeah. that I had that I thought was wrong with Kingsman too. Like which which one would you consider it better? Let's get to that later. Like okay. there's a lot to unpack here. Sure.
2: <laughs> sure.
1: Is there? I mean, right off the bat, we start in the 60s, and this I it almost looks like a musical, and I'm like, wait, is this is this a musical? And I totally forgot about that. But it's no, not.
0: No, they just have that dance number.
1: Somehow he's a spy, a secret he, agent, who he's the in worst. his own home <laughs> is known to the point where he's chased through the streets, where they create parades around. him. I
2: was forest. really hoping that like a crowd of people was just gonna fall, and the whole movie. That was. Like, My he's just favorite. stupid popular.
0: The, that was pretty much the only part of this movie that I enjoyed, was how spectacularly bad he is at being a spy.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: he literally, g- like, sneaks into places grunting
2: and, like, screaming. And blowing and, things <laughs> open. Well, like, they don't even do any spy shit. Like, the spy thing he does is break to for try his, like place, take some pictures, and then have sex with her. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: most of the spy And then they break into does. the bad
2: base and shoot a bunch of dudes they don't guess, even break kind of in fun.
1: they he dresses like a culturally appropriated like indian oh, man who they'll get back where, to yeah this, this is, is where the dream where was born just
0: started uh-huh. <laughs> the,
1: oh my god the 60s look really fun i'm just gonna yeah. say like it's colorful like that that club i would hang out at the electric pussyclat nightclub or whatever Uh uh-huh uh electric pussycat swingers nightclub looks really cool i don't know why this is dr evil's base doesn't seem like his bag (laughs) baby (laughs) but uh so dr evil like escapes and austin powers i guess has brought him to justice in the past which we never hear about. We don't know why he's frozen. It's almost like he's such a big fuck up that they were like, "Um, You're the only one that can help us with this dude who was frozen and shot into space. Do you want to get frozen? And he's like, Oh, well, that's no, they, such they an said honor. that he
2: volunteered to get frozen.
1: Uh huh. That's the way like, it was, was written was up in the government line. paperwork, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might have volunteered. He's He is pretty arrogant. And they just were like, Oh, yeah, get in the fucking cryo did we watch Demolition Man on this podcast?
0: Yes. Yes, we did.
1: This is so Demolition Man.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, this is like... I, that's, I wrote that down, too. It's like, wow, this is exactly the plot to Demolition
1: Man. <laughs> yeah. But way worse, somehow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, for the the whole point of the movie, it's like, was lost up. Because, like, the whole thing is like, oh, he's he's a guy out of time. He's going to adapt to these 90s morals well, that it's not used to, but they don't do anything with that. Not they at all. They don't show, like, they show, like, a two minute scene, him yeah. watching some videos, I and know. then him I know. realizing in, like, 30 seconds, like, oh, no, I want to fuck this bitch, I got to up my moral game. What I want to. And then he I, just does. Wait till we get to the sequels. They... I'm
1: not giving away any spoilers, but. Ooh, I'm wee. excited for but... sequels.
2: I want to see what they do <laughs> with, with them. Because Dr. Evil's still in it, I hope. Because he's still around,
1: we'll find out. <laughs> uh, maybe. I really hope
2: the second move is him coming back, like to the time period that the second move is in losing, and then once again just blast himself up into space again.
1: Oh my god! And every like, movie is just they coming way. back thirty years later. Yeah, yeah. Every
2: uh, I want them to do a Bill and Ted fourth movie where he comes <laughs> back like thirty, actually thirty years later. <laughs> In in like 2030.
1: Oh, so and one and there's another movie. That would be sick. One thing I never noticed is George Clinton did the soundtrack for this. Uh, <laughs> there, was is it, soundtrack. The there was a soundtrack. The music. There's a couple was, of licensed songs. Yeah, yeah, but like the instrumental stuff at the beginning and the end. Never noticed that. That explains why it caught on so much and was so funky back in the day. This song was
2: everywhere. There is an Austin Powers theme that they didn't use in the movie That was strange.
1: Like the the credits wrap-up song,
2: yeah, yeah. I was, I think they used it once, like in thing for like two. I was like, man, they should have used that. in, like every scene where Austin was just doing anything, they remotely, should have yeah. action-y, Just play it up for like real. Also, bad.
1: the music I noted when they were doing this unfreezing thing and the warm liquid goo and all that. It's so Danny Elfman. It's so... Really? It's... Like, it's
0: yeah, yeah. Nothing about this reminded me of Danny Elfman. I'm
1: just saying the music during that scene, like, really Edward Scissorhands. It's kind of a montage-y Danny Elfman kind of thing. But uh, he has such a goofy face when he gets frozen. He was probably mid-conversation when they hit, like, the freeze ray or put that crystal dragon scale whatever that's the joke
2: is that he's making a funny face yeah oh my god that's the
1: joke of the entire movie is here's something we put in the scene that's either like corporate sponsorship or funny quote-unquote everyone in the scene is gonna laugh at it and dissect it and be like that's why that's funny and that's the joke and it's the same kind of thing you see in a lot of adam sandler movies i won't point out any specifics because we haven't done any on the show and mm-hmm. hopefully won't. I I feel like
2: I feel like ninety seven me, might have enjoyed this movie, and I don't like myself for that.
1: Oh, that means you've grown. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. Same. But, I um, I loved this as a kid.
0: I wanted to know why it was such a big build up to like the reveal
1: of Doctor Evil, that they had he- held the fact that it was Mike Myers. Yeah, like because. He- People had played like, multiple roles at that time. It was kind of a big reveal. I don't think it was in the trailer. Okay. Let me, maybe... Well, so it's like a spy, it's a
2: bad guy thing. The
1: okay? full-blown like, trailer, the maybe, but not the teaser.
2: We get to see... I I actually really liked that, that first scene, where they just clearly established that he's a goofy bad guy.
1: Yeah. and Like,
2: he's just like, <laughs> okay, you guys are all horrible, I'm just killing all of you.
1: Obviously, um, the inspiration, or part of it, at least for... Uh, what is that animated series of movies about the villain who adopts the three little girls? Despicable Me.
2: Yeah. Despicable oh, Me, which yeah, I have not seen. Bit.
1: Oh, you haven't I, seen that?
2: I want to see it cause I hear about it a lot. So wow. I it's such okay. a better movie. <laughs> it started the whole minion thing, right? So, yeah. Like,
1: I couldn't give a shit less about the minion franchise and everything. They're not the part of the movie I like, but, uh, yeah, despicable me It's
0: what the kids like is though. That's what matters. It's what
1: this could have been. I think that if this movie had just focused on Doctor Evil raising Scott, uh, former <laughs> former uh actor on one of the have you seen episodes. Yeah, I can't hardly can't wait. Hardly wait. He plays uh he plays Scott in this. He's Seth Green. I think if it had focused on them and they had been like watching Spy footage or news updates about Austin Powers. Because he's a terrible spy. You're going to get him tracked <laughs> easily. As soon as he sets foot in Vegas, driving his whatever-the-fuck car that is with the British flag on it. Oh my yeah.
0: god, and his aer-
1: his like private jet. Okay, yeah. That, the exterior of that private jet? Terribly painted. Interior? Kind of wanted it.
2: <laughs> I, I don't really like that Like the sun points out that Doctor could have just killed him at any point he's he's he, us i think
1: or at least he, doesn't, he was me watching this yeah like, but like the, like i got the the that like the second character.
2: the movie started when he's parading streets like one of my notes was like how does dr evil not kill sky like he's just walking around and everyone knows who he is you guys just don't get it
1: it's almost playing yeah, on, yeah, like like the batman sends the yeah. bad guy killing gotta, him.
2: he's got to yeah. do the crazy plan i guess yeah.
1: so yeah uh it had a very Archer feel, same kind of bumbling character who didn't well, really yeah, belong but, there. I you know, that's one I need to rewatch. I gave up on Archer in about I don't know, 2015, 2016, it got a little old, the arrogant, like chauvinist hero mm. always winning. But I've heard it 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 changes. It totally gets better and goes into like new territory. Is that one you've ever watched, Josh? Uh
0: uh.
1: Okay. The first four yeah, it kind or five of seasons, whenever were they, super whenever spies. she became a
0: country star or something. Well,
1: that one yeah, Lauralee. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but after that, there's like a whole noir uh, season. There's uh, like a Miami Vice season. I don't know. It's one I might revisit someday, but just skip over when they were ISIS agents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say. I, I'm not happy
0: that it made me laugh, but it did make me laugh that the guy's name was Basil Exposition.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Basil Exposition is <laughs> one of the highlights of this movie. Um, His wig in the past, that long, <laughs> luscious blonde hair.
0: <laughs> um, and the other the other joke that made me laugh is whenever they followed those two people into the bathroom to steal their lab coats to break mm-hmm. in and it was like two very large people and they come out and it's like obviously like
1: tailored different to fit
0: them. like completely different outfits uh-huh like that made me laugh and it laid me made me laugh more because like it didn't matter because the guy was just like yeah they just fucking stole that shit and walked in mm-hmm. like immediately Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah go through a checkpoint. Or <laughs> there are some genuine going.
1: parts in this that held up that's why I'm saying you could cut this down heft- heftily and make like a good short out of it there's one scene where Dr. Evil is talking to his henchman and he uh, like hands the cat aside and a subordinate takes it but his arm gets stuck and he gets pulled off scene with his rolly chair and I'm like if this was the movie I'd be so so much more down <laughs> Just the like subtle uh, physical humor. Uh, When Austin gets unfrozen, he's talking to like the generals and I think Basil's there and he's like, oh, we finally won those capitalist pigs will pay for their (laughs) war crimes. And Basil's just like, Austin, through gritted teeth, we won. Like wink, wink, shut the fuck up. And he's like, groovy, baby, capitalism (laughs) with both thumbs up. (laughs) He just goes whichever way. (laughs) <laughs> well i think he <laughs> among these generals has to kind of play it cool oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but he's definitely getting paid for whatever crime do you, he's do you think
0: he? do you think austin powers is uh like is bisexual
1: uh yeah definitely the character is but i don't think the movie allowed it for the time Nah. i mean even if you read the interviews daniel craig wanted uh james bond to be bisexual in 2000 and like thirteen, fifteen, 15 and right, it created yeah. an uproar online and people were no, just I like remember. oh hell no not hashtag not my james bond yeah and but it's, it's like still oh. rather
0: have him than a black
1: guy yeah oh god and it's like he's a sexy spy why would he not just be if if the actor playing them is like i'd fuck anybody have the character fuck anybody it's like right. canon that he's like a straight white man i don't know i haven't read the books maybe it is established (laughs) i guess it's like it's like assassin's (laughs) creed james bond isn't one person it's a lineage of men throughout time right because how else do you explain the actor change so often yeah because there's no rules so just do whatever uh this oh god what is this scene where he goes to collect his things like we're in the blues brothers oh my god is this a is this a long con prank he set up on himself with the with the with everything
0: with everything (laughs) okay
1: i get it if he thought his partner would be there that's kind of funny if if you and your cop partner or like joking around whatever if it's like a legal weapon kind of thing he yeah. jokes inappropriately at work and would have been fired in the 60s let alone today like
0: yes definitely I don't
1: know why he's on the job but he sets up a couple of jokes he sets up the danger joke danger is my middle name and then he sets up the penis pump gag that goes on with like the pump the receipt the book he wrote and it's like whenever he
0: saves, whenever he saves the day by like you know, distracting that guy by pumping his dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean. Oh, okay. In, in the in the Stinger, when he gets uh, uh, Odd Job, is that what he called it? Yeah, Odd Job. Whoa, isn't Odd Job the one from James Bond? I thought this one had a different name. Yeah,
0: it was a different.
1: It was like Handyman. Oh, or, it was oh. Random Task. There you go.
0: Because yeah. Odd Job is is actually james bond
1: yeah odd job is the dude who threw his hat who had a blade and it was the the famous sumo wrestler from hawaii right i do like how they
2: set up random tasks like in the first ten to the movie and they just never mentioned never it comes until back. the back scene i was like oh shit it's that guy he knocked <laughs> their heads together once he
0: did right like he he's the one who captured them for them to just be let go mm-hmm. essentially
1: put on I like how fancy austin powers
0: is really lethal if he can dunk your head underwater. Like, two for two kills. If he got their head under the water, they died.
1: Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about this toilet (laughs) scene? It almost felt like a joke. It almost felt like there was payoff because they'd built this up and they were like, who does number two work for? It's like, is this Star Trek? Why are we calling this dude number two? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that was a reference to something.
0: I, I... I haven't watched a lot of those James Bond movies. I'm not sure any of us on this podcast has actually watched a lot of them.
1: Mm-mm.
0: So that could be
1: something in there. Yeah, but either way, like I was saying, this... Uh... Obviously
0: it was set up for that joke in the restroom. The the entire
1: name, I I believe. But the character he kills at this point is also <laughs> one of those things I'm saying that feels like like a mannequin joke. Like it was placed in the room. Like who, who wants to take me lucky charms or whatever. (laughs) And everybody in the room is just laughing. And I mean, it does kind of get to a point where it's funny when Frau Farbissena takes over and she's explaining, but (laughs) it it takes so long for it to not even be a joke. Like where
0: one offensive stereotype insults another (laughs) offensive stereotype.
1: (laughs) That's, that's basically the entire group (laughs) of henchmen. We have not talked about uh, Will Ferrell doing brownface, face, Oof. <laughs> being an yeah. Egyptian or playing Mustafa. I, you know, not having seen this in so long, I thought he had a way bigger part in this movie. But I guess he was a, kind <laughs> no. of an unknown at the time.
0: Yeah, he was like, well, not unknown, but not as big as he is now
1: for sure. Uh, he had a he had a bigger part than the guy that got ran over with the steamroller, uh, uh, Mad TV alum. He yeah. always did the Stevie, watch me, I'm gonna do a trick. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's I'm gonna look that up because I gotta give him credit. Um,
0: and then there's the devil. I always think of her that just because of how many times we watched, uh, Bedazzled.
1: Elizabeth Hurley in Elizabeth one of your Elizabeth favorite movies.
0: <laughs> so I'm just like Bedazzled. Every time she's up on screen like, ah, nice try, the devil.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no, she was she was being uh, uh nonstop sexually harassed in this movie. So I, I why know,
1: did it's... she put up with that? I mean, I know she'd heard <laughs> tales about it from her mother. Like oh, I love
0: how her mom was like, Oh, I l- always love Austin Powers we do you wanna to talk to him? No 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 <laughs> no
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's really <laughs> telling. <laughs> He's been frozen for 30 years, and she's like, I'm out of the movie. I'm not going to be in this anymore. Yeah. Uh, Michael McDonald is the guy who got ran over with the steamroller. Uh, okay. But yeah, that's strange, because they're flying all over the world, and it's like his best friend from the past, and she's like, no, that's okay. I don't even want to talk to him on the phone. He's <laughs> probably going to make some weird sex jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of cameos um one thing i never noticed watching it before was the guy he goes up to at the casino and he's like hey there you are and he's like i don't know you but that's where you are he has this light up shirt that's a slot machine with like led lights built in (laughs) that that was pretty cool he's doing vegas right yeah
0: i did not catch that uh the fembots were pretty dumb oh really Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything about him. This whole movie was dumb, which I think at least it doesn't like pretend not to be. Which I, oh, I yeah, guess it's that's very not, that's not very, much uh, of a of a a glowing review, but it's what this deserves.
1: <laughs> no, the best this movie does is baseline not terrible. Yeah. And there are some jokes that pass, but as a movie it does not work. <laughs> you can make a spy parody so much better the reason ready for two more movies the reason it's so easy to watch is because like josh said it's it's really colorful it's fast-paced there are some good like uh action scenes there's some good jokes but overall it's oh it it's dated (laughs) oh yes
0: that's what that's that's what i'm saying like this movie came out in the like this movie could not have come out earlier or later than whenever it did. And it hit like a fucking truck. Like it hit that sweet spot because like I said, like, let me look at the numbers, but from what I
1: remember, and it's, it's a sexy movie that's PG 13. So you get all those, uh, teenagers in on it it's not like a porky's or like an american pie of that time they did so Uh, much
2: with that pg-13 like holy shit
1: they really did
2: my jaw was kind of dropped how much they were getting away with in that
0: movie i was watching on my phone so forgive me if i if i missed this but at the very end whenever they kept making the joke where they were holding up things blocking like actual nudity yeah was that painting a painting of boobs yes yes okay
1: oh you... i thought
0: that was funny but they should have they stopped that joke
2: there but then they kept going with it i'm like okay. no Well, that's the whole <laughs> movie's thing is they make the jokes go on, so you get double the joke
1: i right? had a note on this scene too the earlier one where he's walking around uh and she's covering his like yeah. junk um if you're gonna do this you have to show dong at the end of the scene that's the rule you cannot build up like such a cringy scene like this and be like oh and hide it and then not reveal it oh my god the simpsons movie did that (laughs) his
0: fucking his fucking chest hair made me gag so much in this movie like at the very end whenever you just see like it's obviously not him like it's a it's a body double with like not even as good a fake chest hair as he had bending uh, uh, over uh, to make the tea, and he's yeah. doing voiceover, and you just see like like a full foot of hair just like hanging <laughs> off of his chest as he's pouring the tea, but you don't see his face or anything. It's just like a close up of the screen, but in front of the screen, like in between his armpit, is you see full on his chest. I'm just
2: like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 did you see that his chest hair was shaped like a penis?
1: Oh, yes, yeah. I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> no no, uh, no hair on the back No hair on the back Just gathered on a huge patch on the chest I wonder if he has to groom it that way I don't think so I think it's totally
0: <laughs> It just grows that way Yeah Because that's who he is
1: uh, this part with Dr. Evil explaining the plans he has to take over is pretty great. He's talking about how he's going to expose the Prince of England or whatever for having an affair and it'll cause, like, upset in the royal family. He's going to use something he developed named a laser to blast a hole in the ozone layer. He's like, he has all this, like, knowledge from 60s supervillain like, scientists that, like, or not you know, not societies, but, like, the world corporations have like already caused passively. Yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty, funny. It's a pretty good scene.
0: I wish that they had done more of it. Like that's one joke that they should have dragged on more of.
1: We don't need Austin Powers. (laughs) We, we could just have a doctor. I don't want it now. (laughs) No, don't take me wrong, but I don't want a Dr. Evil movie now, but if that's what this had been,
0: be careful what you wish for. It would have been
1: so much better. I think.
0: (laughs) um yeah i think definitely dr evil is the better of the two characters i'm pretty sure even the series acknowledges that
1: oh yeah they get like the heavy writing later on is for him like the scott and him scene in the therapist yeah what is this father daughter or father son therapist meeting at like an elementary did you notice who the therapist was oh that was princess leia
0: yeah, it's Carrie Fisher. Uncredited yep. in this movie, by the way. I wonder why. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But uh that that's a fun scene whenever they're arguing and they first meet. Him, him.
2: describing his childhood was legitimately That was probably like... the best scene in the movie. To me. Yeah. He, he makes he talks about all this horror stuff like how his father claimed that he invented the question mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so much of this comedy feels dated though because it became like the zeitgeist for comedy. Like when he's talking to Scott and Scott's like, we just kill him. He's like psst
2: pst, pst, pst.
1: and I got a whole bag of pst. like I remember people yeah. doing that non
2: stop um, I, I was almost okay with that joke. Ooh. I was
1: too now because I was like, Holy shit, the timing and the practice they had to do to pull that off
2: <laughs> that was pretty
1: <laughs> impressive.
2: I'm glad
0: you guys like that joke.
2: Oh, they're gonna!
1: Oh, they're gonna, oh go no,
0: no!
2: Is that? <laughs> is I mean, that whatever. What they bring just put back? more Doctor Evil on the screen in two and three. Like, I'll be as long as there's a good Doctor. Well, to Austin Powers. Oh my God! If these become can good,
1: and, and it's all the Doctor Evil show, and like at the end, Austin Powers kicks in the door and is like, "I'm here to stop you, baby," and he runs oh, away. And he's be, like, "No, you're, you're not."
2: <laughs> it's, it's like an hour of Doctor. Well, in the last ten minutes, is just non-stop Austin Powers. That instance. would be
1: really good. <laughs> Yeah,
2: like he busts in and there's just a ten minute music video. Uh,
1: <laughs> sadly, that's not the way I remember it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like if all the Austin Power scenes were done like the intro, and there's like you know maybe like two or three of them, but or the rest of just them all
1: those stupid bumper <laughs> laughing moments. Where oh my god, <laughs> he's sitting around with all like the painted go-go dancers, and they're just making stupid faces while the music plays. That's whenever fine. He, whenever he punched,
0: uh. Basil explain Mrs., Mrs. Exposition in the that face. That was a
1: rough moment.
0: And like trying to put her off. I'm like, wow, they just totally did a cutaway because they couldn't figure out a way to get him out of that situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's they're no reason like, for that scene to just happen. He's like,
0: uh, 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 and then it cuts away to him doing something goofy, and everyone forgets that it happened. <laughs> I didn't get what...
1: Because that's one of the few jokes that was set up multiple times in this, and I yeah. didn't get it because it didn't pay off at all. The first time they're in this club, back in the 60s, the Pussycat Swingers Dance Club, and... He's like, oh, this is Dr. Evil's lair, we have intel on it, so it would make sense that some people here work for Dr. Evil. It didn't mm-hmm. make sense that the waitress was a fucking assassin, and then they, like, actor swap when he punches her. You'd think the assassin mm-hmm. would just put, be the bartender, put the poison <laughs> in the bar. I'm, I'm not trying to give assassin you know, tips out here. You know, the world is closed, know, we don't have bars right now, so don't worry about it. They work
0: for Dr. Evil, though, and... We know Doctor Evil doesn't want to actually kill Austin Powers, but
1: this setup is meant and a to show us Batman way. True, but the setup is meant to show us that Austin Powers has abilities that are higher than ours through the through the movie because he has
0: high perception.
1: Yeah, because at first it it does look like a waitress to us, but once he punches them, it's exposed as a male assassin, which is like. That kind of edit change is like, oh, he sees things that we don't or has gut instincts. But when it happens again, it's like, no payoff. It's off putting because he punches his mother, Basil's mother, Mrs. It's, it's not good. And it's like, what are we doing?
0: And that's what I'm saying, like, even the movie didn't know what to do with it, because they literally, it's literally people like, you got a lot of explaining to do, Mr. Powers, and And he just goes, he just, and then it's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then everyone forgets.
1: And he looks over (laughs) at Elizabeth Hurley, and he's like, glad we made it out of that one, it was tricky, baby. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I heard hipster, for sure. (laughs) I mean... That was popular in like whatever the 50s. The uh, the whole like it before hippie became a thing, hipster was the east coast version, and then they moved to California. But like it recently obviously gained uh footing again you in like 2010 and it's been used non stop afterwards. Yeah, but this used it, and I did not hear it for a good decade after. No, it didn't catch on, not at all. it's dr evil that says it Mm -hmm. uh he calls him a hipster he doesn't get sharks he puts him in ultra futuristic outfits he feeds him a steak dinner yeah it's it's all for show i do like the lair it's very um nick scorpio from simpsons
2: (laughs) yeah scorpio yeah
1: yeah, the earthen lair with all like the steel jutting out of it, and the trapdoors, and the the shark tanks, and lasers. Like, I wonder if they're both referencing the same spy movie, like Evil Villain Lair. They probably are. Probably. Oh my god, that's a deep dive, right? Going through some of the James Bond movies because they go back. Oof. They go back. Yeah. In, to like when this movie started, like '67.
0: And like, to be fair, if like like those are problematic too, probably.
1: Oh, you think? Some of them. <laughs> yeah. With all the femme fatales and shit named, like, Pussy Galore. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's what they're mimicking in this with Will Ferrell doing brownface, is, like, these early spy movies didn't cast any people of color, or any black people, or anything. It was just white people in makeup. But, you know... Repeating the sins of the past isn't mocking them. You could just cast an in- Egyptian actor for this and be like, hey, sticking it to the old school racist yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it was going for satire, but it, it didn't quite grasp it. I think this is definitely satire. But not parody? I don't know. Uh, no, like, it's not good,
0: but like, it's definitely you know making fun of that particular i would even say that like just james bond movies not spy movies in general
1: okay I, like we said none of us have seen enough spy movies from this time cuz these are retro, this saying, is like, retro like there's feeling a feeling spy
0: movie there's a lot of that stuff in here i mean oh yeah uh,
1: from what i've seen of the james bond series the early stuff this is <sighs> better <laughs> Those are more serious, but they're like th- yeah, three hours, and they're not as colorful as this. <laughs> I would
0: say the the Bond I've seen the most is uh, definitely uh, Pierce Brosnan.
1: Okay, maybe I've seen more Bond than either of you, because I've seen a lot of the Roger Daltrey, the uh, um, why am I blanking? I've on seen his some name? of the older Who's ones. Who's the Scottish too? dude? <laughs> the one the one you know uh, you know the tables have turned oh no, i'm just joking it's sean connery yeah <laughs> uh yeah sean timothy dalton i've seen that one so maybe i've seen a lot more than you guys uh yeah, yeah this is parodying the old ones for sure like the original casino royale so they're like that scene where he
0: meets them gambling is basically like there's like that exact scene in one of
1: those movies, isn't it? Right, right, because it's the mental game, the mental battle. You learn your opponent's tricks and like their strengths and weaknesses. That's like, where he's
0: like uh he's like shaken not stirred or something like that or
1: Bond is like that. I'm surprised they don't order any drinks uh, in this, but maybe that's because it's PG-13.
0: Oof, you know what? I was surprised they really dated this movie cigarettes
1: everywhere. Just everywhere In every type. Everybody's smoking. You never see that?
0: I bet you you don't even see that in the next one. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Oh no, I believe you, because everybody's smoking like a cigar or a cigarette or one of these really thin blunt-looking things constantly. <laughs> oh yeah, that does set it back. You're right. Makes it feel real <laughs> retro.
0: Oh yeah. Anytime they're smoking, because that you just don't see it anymore.
1: So Michael Myers or austin powers does this uh karate kid like crane stance as he's fighting the bad guys and i'm like did he watch karate kid that night <laughs> well he does like judo chop and
0: judo trip and Ooh. she also does judo chop which makes me think that that they like they receive the same training right they're both british spies
1: just do they know something we don't because i thought judo was a throwing art. <laughs> the British Secret <laughs> Service is like no, we know that other Judo. We know the yeah. deadly Judo, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you want to hear the stats on this movie? Hit us, please budget sixteen point five million.
1: Wow. Uh, they got away with a lot for that much. Like there was yeah. a lot of big sets and set pieces and like expensive cars mm-hmm. and interiors and shit. i'm I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. I wonder Opening if they just... weekend. I wonder if they just raided a Hollywood lot for, like, the Brady Bunch that hadn't been opened in 40 years. And they're like, we thought all this burned in a fire. You want to make a movie out of it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: God. And definitely, for sure, like, him wearing that costume to get into this movie was like, okay, I'm going to make Love Guru.
1: (laughs) Oh, my! into the evil facility? Yeah. The vibracom?
0: was it? Oh, my God. Yeah, something like that. Wow. So, like, honorable mentions to things that did get me in this movie, because it was, you know, Wait, back objectively to the, back, not Back good. to that
1: when he's dressed like that. Just, come on, as a spy, if Elizabeth Hurley is dressed as a cowgirl, dressed as a cowboy. Right. It's going to be way less suspicious than if you both go in, like, 180 directions on costume choices. He is
0: the worst spy. The worst. He... Deliberately, first of all, he tells everybody he
2: carries a card <laughs> on him
1: that a lot of vaginas. <laughs> it's because he's
2: that good, right? It doesn't matter if they know.
1: I he just doesn't accomplish. He, he much does it. This. He <laughs> does the thing. He doesn't complete his objective of catching Miss Mister Evil Doctor Evil, but he <laughs> he does... didn't go through
0: all those years of evil medical school.
1: <laughs> that got me. That <laughs> got, got me. That still got me. And he's like. Do you want to be an evil vet? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is an evil vet making or doing?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I bet. Oh, no. Never mind. I don't. Oh, no. They probably work at like dog fights and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stitch them up. Or they work for the mob. They're the vets who pretend to be the vets who stitch up mob guys who come in. that can't go to doctors because they have bullet wounds. <laughs>
0: it just makes me think of Full Metal Alchemist.
1: Oh, I was thinking of the episode of Always Sunny when they go to the Jersey Shore because that one guy oh. gets shot in, <laughs> at the at the robbery. I haven't yeah. seen Full Metal Alchemist.
0: Uh, I was talking about a dude who uh, who uh, f- fuses his dog with his
1: with his kid daughter. Oh, oh, I did get that far. That was pretty good. Pretty good.
0: That sounds like something in the realm of Evil Vet. Yeah.
1: And if you put it in this movie, it would be funny. It wouldn't be like soul crushing.
0: <laughs> right. They would have
1: made a joke about it. <laughs> yeah. If Scott got mixed with a dog in this and he's just like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. One, one thing. Seth Green's basically playing the same character. Is he, is this a crossover? Is this can't oh, hardly wait? Is he putting this, on this, goggles this... <laughs> and go into a party that night?
0: That's why he's so awkward, cause he's, he's grown up homeschooled. Well, no, he's not homeschooled. Doctor Evil definitely homeschools.
1: Oh yeah. Uh. So yeah. No spoilers. No, I know. I know Scott's. I know some things about him from the the sequels. Yeah. There's some. Uh... Is there
2: some weird taglines for this movie?
1: Oh, go anyway, ahead. And read them too. Wait, can we get the taglines uh, first?
2: Yeah, yeah. There. There are two two taglines I found. Um. One of them is. Debonair, defiant, defrosted. Oh, the I do love alliteration. Is if he were any cooler, he'd still be frozen, baby. <laughs> they good. both play up the fact that he's, like, from the past. <sighs> yeah. Like, That's good why? Too. Like, I guess it's part of the. But like, it really doesn't matter at all. I found well, a
1: really good misleading poster for this that I've never seen. I'll share it to the Discord.
2: The posters are great. Like, I'm just looking. Posters. They really like, are. All Not the so international are still really like that's what
1: got me i'm a big graphic design person and i love color and i love design and so i think that's what hooked me yeah that's sorry that's what hooked me as a teenage boy to this movie but that's one of the big (laughs) things that uh kept me when i watched it this time like enjoying it was like wow the sets the the costumes everything's really well done and colorful the vhs box art not good at all it's like a, a primary color tie-dye with awesome powers. Oh, fuck, I forgot Smith about Me.
2: God damn it.
1: Stop, that's... Oh, I my forgot. God, I forgot about that, oh, too. No,
0: that hasn't come up yet.
1: We can't talk oh. about it, but God save us from mini meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys wanted more Dr.
1: Evil. <sighs> that's not what I meant. Oh, no, he's like an evil genie. Oh, no, it's... Oh. It's like Baseball Genie. Dare I mention his name? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so We might have to skip your favorite part where you read the print, the parents' guide section
1: because no, it's going to be like there's fucking... 99 goddamn mentions. In this yeah, <laughs> it's going to be the
2: whole movie. It's the
1: entire movie. I hear you. Yeah, uh, uh, I browsed uh, those other
0: tagline. Yeah, uh, Josh, did you want to read that?
2: I, I didn't. I haven't seen a third time. And what? Do, what, do
0: you, uh... what were the two that you
2: said? Uh, the the debonair. Whatever defrost. But if he were any cooler, he'd still be like on ice. So there's whatever. a third one. Okay, it
0: says "Frozen in the '60s, thawing spring '97, baby."
1: Wow. Damn, they're really playing
2: up that time thing. Yeah, like, they're they not did. Captain America. Like, jeez. <laughs> oh my God! If no. Austin
1: Powers joined the Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> that's a crossover I want to see. Spidey baby, what are you doing? You're just a little boy. Go home. <laughs> Fuck Kingsman Marvel crossover. I want Austin Powers in the Avengers. Um,
0: um so, so, like I said,
1: do you want to hear Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Like I said, the budget of this movie was uh 16.5 million. The opening weekend was uh 9 million. Nine point five million. Okay. U.S. gross fifty three, uh, almost fifty four million, just under, and then cumulative worldwide sixty seven million. So yeah. Wow. It did pretty good.
1: Uh okay, so reading the trivia on this, ooh wee, let's get dark for a second. Uh, Joe Sun, the actor who played Random Task, serving a lifetime in prison right now Mm -hmm. for the torture of a 19-year-old woman in 1990. Uh, He went uncaptured until 2008 when DNA Match linked him to the crime. So, 18 years after. According to the victim, she unknowingly had a copy of this movie in her home until he had attacker's identity was revealed uh wow in 2017 he was sentenced to an additional 27 years for murdering his cellmate true life villain uh, they got a real bad guy they They got a real bad guy holy shit uh it says dr evil's appearance let's get a little lighter after that we don't usually cover true crime but you know movies and true crime Kinda hand-in-hand hand sometimes, yeah, just gonna sometimes. say. You look into, like, the history of Hollywood, or even Hollywood nowadays, I don't know. A little yeah. iffy. <laughs> uh, Dr. Evil's appearance, the bald head, gray suit, the scar, the cat, it's all based on uh, Ernest Blofield's portrayal of Donald Pleasance, or by Donald Pleasance, of Ernest Blofield in bon- in one of the Bond movies, You Only Live Twice. Wow. I guess that sounds based... like a really dumb
0: title name.
1: <laughs> you only live twice. I mean, that's <laughs> how all the Bond movies are titled. They're kind of like surreal, yeah. trippy kind of things, and then they get the, the biggest pop star at the time to sing the song for it. Yeah, and they yeah. do like a whole because mu- they're three-hour movies. They do like a whole music video before you get into it after the cold opening. And I'm gonna say in theaters, pretty fun experience. Got a, I love the I love the movies that put a little into the presentation, and they still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Doctor Evil was based on Lauren Michaels from <laughs> Saturday night live and kids in the hall. Like he just totally based him on his old boss, the evil okay. villain in this. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's that's pretty pretty fun. Pretty
0: fun. So let's play let's let's I'm gonna introduce a new segment. This happens every once in a while. Sure.
1: Go we're for gonna it.
0: play uh, we're gonna play uh keywords. Uh-huh. So try to guess a keyword that's in the IMDb for this movie.
1: You're gonna have to explain this game a little what, better.
0: Description of them here, or what? Yeah, like plot keywords.
1: Hmm. Sexy.
0: A drill. Oh. Nope. Neither of those things. Nope.
1: All right. So what's the game? We I'll, I'll
0: read. I'll read what we. Ha- I'll read what we have. Okay. Spy. Spoof. Spimbot... British Secret Service. Bullet-firing bra.
1: Where are you getting these hot from? tub.
0: Hairy chest.
1: Where, Wait, where are you pulling these taglines from? Or hashtags? IMDb. Oh, so these are the descriptors? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Uh, if you can't hear us, good luck. No. <laughs> um, Justin, you there? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, would... Let's go around. Uh, starting with Josh, would you recommend this?
2: No. I <laughs> might recommend, like, a uh, Best of Doctor Evil five minute YouTube video. Sure. Maybe. Um, but I'm going to withhold that until watch the other two and see if it'll be worth watching the other 10 minutes of clip from movies two and three. I have a feeling,
1: <laughs> as you mentioned, Mini Me is going to take up. A good portion of those clips, and that's... I'm
2: really scared <laughs> because I feel like mini Me is going to just ruin the whole Doctor Evil thing because he's not going to be.
1: Oh, don't he's not worry. just going to be
2: a second Doctor? E. He be some Mimi high-voiced, like an like basically a mascot character.
1: There are plenty right? of problematic villains up here oh, in yeah. the sequels. Uh, Justin. After rewatching it, would you would you recommend this?
0: Uh I, I would say no. It wasn't like super terrible. It there wasn't hard of to it... get through. No, it was easy it was an easy watch and it's really short. And like you said, even though most of it is about jokes that are about being drug out, it it moves at a very quick pace. And like you said, it's very colorful
1: <laughs> speaking of being but, drug out that's one way to finish this quicker
0: oh my god yeah no this movie is it just doesn't hold up like it's a premise that does not does not it, it's just dated um i really liked this whenever i was a teenager loved this movie loved all those adam sandler movies too
1: oh, if we mention them too uh, many times they're gonna end up on the list
0: but uh oof no <laughs> I would not I would not say it's worth it but you guys ready for two more?
2: Uh, yeah, actually. Uh yeah, I'm really interested to see yeah. what they do. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: recommend it either. If you right. want something that's really glamorous and British and 90s and pop, watch Spice World. It's way better. Yeah,
0: Spice World is way better. It holds up way better. And it's
1: everything they did in this. The double-decker buses, the outrageous costumes. But it takes place in the 90s. And it's the Spice Girls. So, I mean, come on. Austin Powers didn't have a band.
0: Nope. He wishes.
1: Nope. Uh, At the time I saw it, yeah, I loved it. Because I saw it probably at the outdoor theater. Uh, It was... I can't, yeah, I can't believe it's PG-13 either. I kind of <laughs> suspected it was a hard R, but then they were like, no. Com- Americans have different sensibilities than you do, Mike, being from Canada, that you can't show this many boobs and get away with PG-13. And he's like, but I didn't show a single person getting shot in the head, baby. <laughs> and they're <laughs> you know like, no, you can do that in America.
2: Is, it'd <laughs> be was great if so. the movie was R, but like, And they set it up like a stair spy movie where it's like, we're going to show lots of boobs and stuff. And then it's rated R for like one C or like a guy curses a lot or some. Like they play (laughs) play the rating off as a joke.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. Right,
1: right. That's 100% that scene. And I wonder how much that hurts you at the box office. Because a lot of people go PG-13 for a wider audience. And I feel like this movie probably did that.
0: But maybe yeah, not. Yeah, it's so weird that this is a PG thirteen movie. Most his
1: movies are PG thirteen. Wayne's World, like, you- would it have been better as R? Yeah. Would it? No.
2: Oh. All it would do is let them like show sex scenes. Yeah, like which we kind of did. Like they lingered on
0: that they hot do. tub scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. This is in such a gray area. This is. Like a hard PG-13.
0: He literally, <laughs> PG-13. he literally, we literally saw Austin Powers' O-Face in this movie, and it's fucking PG-13. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, a lot of toilet humor, a lot of like, uh, just little kid jokes. Really immature stuff. Um,
0: yeah, but also mix, like I'm saying, this movie was made for teenagers.
1: Oh, 100%, yeah. Because it crosses that line between the stu- like stupid kid immature humor and the super sexy don't even understand half the joke humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, just trying to
0: justify why I like this. Like, <laughs> uh, nah.
1: like I mean, we said, don't have to. We, like, we've we've already go. talked about why why it's not hard to watch, why it could no. be enjoyable, and you know why you liked it because you were a horny kid. Just like I was, it came I on ninety seven, and we had no guidance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I saw this a little later because I was what I would be. I was nine when this came out.
1: I'm surprised that you saw it then because I was like prime target for it. I was 15, 16.
0: Well, I saw it whenever I was probably like 13 or 14.
1: You're right. It stayed in the cultural zeitgeist. Most movies like this fade away right away. Like American Pie did not have such a cult following as this. And it's because it had a hard R yeah the, this, for sure this one families were going to this was oh my god i'm not could kidding. you imagine like going to
0: movies with your you imagine watching this with your parents whenever you were a teenager Justin,
1: that's what i'm trying to say i did oh. Ooh,
2: it must be it must have oh. sucked for parents right because they i think they probably no. advertised well, it as less sexual yes one. it's like hey it's a zany spy it's a comedy go see it with your family yeah yeah, it's PG-13. <laughs> and then you get there and the parents are probably, like, dragging their kids out of there. Yeah, theaters. I got kids here.
1: My my mom's side was totally different. This became, like I said, a staple in our household. Uh, this, this fit it perfectly. My stepdad had a terrible sense of humor that never, like, got past that 12 year old standing point. <laughs> and so it was totally immature, mixed with, like, a grown man's sexuality, which is really disturbing. But that's what this kind of was. And you know what? Watching it again, I'm glad it didn't drag up a lot of bad nostalgia. Because we watched this so much in my house. This was a VHS that I got when I was, like, 12 or 13 for Christmas. Oof. And... Mm. I remember for the first couple of months I had it, it was like, you can watch it, but don't watch it around like your little brothers and sister, which one TV in the house, what are you going to do? They're never not around. You got to. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So you'd have to go to like a friend's house and watch it and laugh about it. Um, But that that dissolved pretty quickly. And it became like one that was so referenced in our house that it it entered rotation on VHS and it would get Was played. it just
0: this one or like all of them.
1: It became such a staple that we were the family that went to see two and three in theaters together. Oh, like I saw one at the outdoor like theater a, with my parents. It's like
0: a family outing. Yeah.
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> like that's the Saturday is we're going to go see Austin powers too.
0: Oh, and you knew what you were getting into the other time. So even weirder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when three came out, there was a poster for it and they're like, shush, don't, don't say that name around your like little siblings. Cause it was gold member. It references a dick member, yeah. whatever. I mean, we were saying worse stuff by then. Why is that bad? But, uh, then that was definitely one we went to go see in theaters as a family.
0: Yeah. That's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh... My because family was PG-13. weird with movies. Yeah.
0: yeah, because they're PG-13. My family was real fast and loose with that stuff, too. Specifically cartoons. I could watch anything I wanted. Oh, that was your it was a parental cartoon. loophole? Because they were just like, oh, it's fucking cartoons. Cartoons like, are made for babies. Thing? Yeah,
1: what's the worst that it could be? Meanwhile, <laughs> you're growing up in the heyday of like anime and hentai shit.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Did you oh, get to watch Heavy Metal because of that, then? Like when uh, That's kids? not one that was on my radar, then.
1: Like, uh, That's um, such a good one. Previous yeah, episode, it is a good one.
0: I wish I had watched it earlier, but I saw that one for the first time in college. When I was like
1: six or seven, my cousin tried to turn me on to that, and I was not ready for it. <laughs> no, six and seven is probably a little too. <laughs> um,
0: no, but uh, one thing like like uh, I had like a uh, a movie that was given to me as a gift, but then. My dad was like, he can't watch this. He's too young or what whatever.
1: It? Do you remember?
0: Uh, yeah, it was Dude, Where's My Car?
1: Oh, how old were you when you received this?
0: Uh, probably like 11 or 12 because it was PG-13, right?
1: What? Okay, what What gift was it? Like birthday, Christmas?
0: It was Easter.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I have also a dirty movie Easter story. That's amazing. <laughs> I got Van Wilder for Easter one year. <laughs>
0: but so i got it and my dad looked at it he's like oh he can't have this it's pg-13 like he's too young and my mom was like oh but i gave it to him already don't like take it and
1: uh, yeah yeah i <laughs> basically. Believe... i don't remember so i really
0: wanted to watch that movie like it was really built up in my oh mind. it got like, taken oh, away i gotta watch yeah Ooh. it did so i was like i gotta watch fucking dude where's my car i was let down
1: Yeah. Like, from the get-go, when I saw that movie, I was like, "Mm, That's a letdown movie. We probably (laughs) won't ever cover it. It's bad. Um, (laughs) I don't want to watch it ever again. But, oh, my God. Okay, so my Dirty Easter movie was Van Wilder, Uh, and I could not watch that around my family, obviously, so I had this little portable DVD player in 2002, (laughs) and it was one of those where you, like, load it in with a tray and snap it shut, and the screen folds up, and it's, like... 240p or whatever Right. and you have to plug headphones into it and it gets super hot so you can't like oh. watch it on your bed or anything that's like a soft surface or the couch it has to be like on It'll get super hot, yeah. super hot. Uh, but dude where's my car I'm on an outing with my church youth group one night and we're in the big city because it was the closest movie theater and we had gone to see uh I don't know I would have to look up to see what was playing in the theaters at that time but the one we were going to go see it got cancelled so my church youth group is like let's go see dude where's my car (laughs) and we did and the pastor at the church was totally fine with it and we all went and saw it and I was like that was a crap movie but it's better than whatever we were going to (laughs) watch right yeah How, how long was it till you got to see it
0: uh, I, I'm
1: pretty sure I, I, like, I pulled, like, a
0: heist and, like, grabbed it when they weren't around and watched it pretty quick, like, uh, within
1: that year. Josh, did you ever have any movies that your uh, parents no. built up to, like, mythic standards, like, you're never to watch this?
2: Uh, not that I can think Oh, you know, you know, that's the whole premise. Podcasts is I never watch movies.
1: Right, but I maybe that's because they were like, <laughs> you shouldn't watch this one. Like every the week only... they rented six movies, and were like, you can't watch this one and this one. I and can this think
2: one. of it with a TV show, but not movie. Oh, go ahead. Like, I remember my it? parents didn't watch Mont- watch Beavis and Butthead
1: mm-hmm. Whoa, when I was a kid, okay. but
2: they weren't like, they weren't like super horrible were just like hey you shouldn't watch that and then i did a couple way and then it was really boring because it was just a bunch of music video but then i wasn't into that oh my god so good at to go time, back and
1: rewatch. but yeah yeah at the time i i hear you um
2: yeah i can't think of it with movies
1: i think yeah like, I, I, I was watching buttoners and ren and Stimpy's were probably the first two tv shows my parents were like you can't watch those but i always like <sighs> had older cousins that had them on so i would kind of just like you know, watch while we were playing a board game in the room or something.
0: Yeah, my mom recently, my mom recently, like, within the last couple years, finally watched an episode of, like, Family Guy. Like, she sat down and watched it, and she's like, oh my god, this is what I was letting you watch?
1: Uh, And you know... (laughs) She should have done that years ago because that show is trash.
2: It is. I've
1: watched, I watched I'll admit, I watched too much Family Guy. And after a yeah, while, me it's too. just like, wow, this is, this is garbage.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's so much better animated stuff out there.
1: There really is. But okay, so your loophole was animated stuff. Oh, my, yeah. Mine was if it had a PG-13 rating or uh, that was at my mom's house. And if I was at my dad's, it could be violent, but they got real uncomfortable with the sexual stuff. So if it was an R for like, and you know, that's the problem in the eighties and nineties is every like action movie that has a hard R is going to have a sex scene or two. So they'd always do that, like grab the remote and fast forward really quick kind of thing. (laughs) But, uh, Oh, Oh, I had a band movie in my household it was, it was Basic Instinct. Michael Douglas, <laughs> okay. Sharon Stone. My mom had seen it. I don't know the circumstances, probably in theaters, and I can remember from being a little kid. She's just like, "Don't ever watch it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's, it's terrible. It's not bad like it's badly made. The, the people in it, they just do such bad things." And I was like, I got to see this fucking movie. Right. <laughs> and it took a long time because I didn't really have uh, access to watching movies on my own, I guess. Like, I didn't have a TV in my room until late high school. I had that little portable DVD player, and that's it. Oof. Yeah.
0: I've, I just made myself a little depressed because while you were telling that story, I was listening. But I, I managed to look at, like, the I just was interested when Dude was My Car came out. Yeah. And I looked and saw what that made. And I'm just like, oh, God, that yeah. made that much
1: money. You don't need to bring us down this late in the game. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't have a sequel. That did amazing. Yeah, me too. It did amazing because... With that, with
0: that, I did not realize it did as well until I saw that.
1: Ashton Kutcher was fresh off of that 70s show. And oh, everybody yeah. was down. Everybody was like, "The other see guy what was going to be in." Sean William, uh, Scott Sean, was Michael, fresh. Sean
0: William Scott was fresh off of uh, American Pie and stuff.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Sean William Scott movie I do really like is role models.
1: Yeah, I saw that once and I thought it was really good. Might watch that on the podcast. Don't say anything else about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Purely in the name. <laughs> Uh, if you want to listen to our other episodes of Have You Seen, you can find us at podcast.com or the iTunes podcast app. You can find mm-hmm. us on YouTube under FapCheck, uh, Facebook under FapCheck, and uh, FapCheck at com to send us any recommendations, questions, concerns, hate mail based on this episode specifically. Only this one. We're cutting off all the other hate mail, and it has yeah. to be related to Austin Powers call an international man of mystery. Yeah, tell
0: us how wrong we are and how uptight. It's like a
2: joke's a joke.
1: (laughs) Josh, do you have any after-the-fact wisdom for us?
2: Uh, There's some cool posts for this movie I found on eBay.
1: All the art for (laughs) this is really good. Yeah. It's all really good. It was a very colorful, fun-to-look-at movie. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It took yeah two I'm years still for the shocked, next one
1: and then I three watched. years for the one after that mm-hmm sorry it's what, not that long what were you shocked
2: oh the, the, I'm just still kind of so like it kept my attention so <laughs> mm. like I was just watching it and just go like this isn't funny like <laughs> why am I still watching this like nothing is happening you got because like, in other movies I hate I was like like did not enjoy watching it all and my brain just turned off not in the good way Hey, like this movie did too, and I, I guess because it was colorful. You got and sometimes Doctor Evil said a funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got seduced by Austin Powers, baby.
1: His charisma took over. Yeah, I, mojo. I guess
2: so. <laughs> we'll see if he can keep that mojo. Movies two and three, I have no fucking clue. How
1: right, where they keep go up from that character here, or <laughs>
2: when his whole character is just dead at the end of the movie. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, you want to see what what's else are they going to do with him? With him? with
0: him and Mrs. Powers. Did you uh,
1: guys catch that at the end just, yeah, they got married? Yeah, got just married. wait. Oh my god, you're going to be so pissed. <laughs> yeah.
2: Probably. I mean, am I I'm I'm be really, mad if I
0: expect it? <laughs> I'm really excited to hear Josh's reaction to the beginning of the second movie.
1: Yeah, me too. Cuz <laughs> I totally remember what happens and it is wow. Uh so, let's I'm gonna, I'm going to finish this by reading a uh, 10 out of 10 star review for this movie. Mike Myers is back, and this time, he's a spy. What kind of a spy? An international man of mystery. Hey, doesn't that sound a little like the title of a James Bond movie? Well, yes, in fact, it's a spoof of the spy genre. And yes, the sensational 60s. Myers plays Austin Powers and his arch evil nemesis, Dr. Evil, two different men. Austin wants to save the world while Dr. Evil would rather destroy it. Seth Green plays Dr. Evil. This is just an IMDb-like description. It's not even a review. It takes him, let me me read the seven paragraphs to finally get to the point. Me, I thought it was very funny, enjoyable, and yes, it's (laughs) definitely my favorite Mike Myers movie. When I saw Wayne's World, I thought, oh my god, Mike Myers is so hilarious. Yeah, this movie blew Wayne's World out of the water, by far. He put a comment there. I didn't pause. Um, And that's why I gave this movie a 10 out of possible 10. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. And this is Have You Seen... Hey, guys, have you seen...